Welcome to the Miles Apart Podcast, the podcast where we talk about stuff. We're your hosts. That's Jess. I'm Guggen. We're going to talk. What are we going to talk? Why don't you tell me, Jess? What are we going to talk? We're going to talk about Mandalorian Chapter 6, The Prisoner. So this is 6, and then there's 7, and then eight's the last one. Yeah, so dude, so what's crazy about this shit is like, if you watch the last one and then like you, there's like those feet at the end of it, you know we talked about in the last episode. Very that was shit, yeah that was right? that was a big part of our podcast last week. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna find out jack shit about <laughs> anything related to those those feet. Um, what, you make we'll it, get a little into you it. You make it sound yeah. like it's some type of foot fetish podcast that we're running here. No, there was a were those. We don't know. We don't no. know. Were you hoping to find out this week? Because, you know, that's how cliffhangers work. At the end of this episode, we're going to leave you right here. So next episode, we'll be in a complete different direction. So it sounds, I think we've come off a little harsh here. You know, we don't mean it, I would say, right? Did you still enjoy the episode? Oh, hell yeah. No, I think um, I rewatched it. I watched it more than once, so yeah, that's how that's what that means, yeah. Yeah, shut up. Um, and the first time I watched it, I was kind of like, oh damn, like I kind of really wanted to know where they were going with that. But then, I watched it when I when I did rewatch it. Nah, I'm okay because I'm just content with good storytelling and good episodes. And this kind of reminded me of Firefly too. And there were so many cool like. Uh, wow. Yeah, and it, and there were so many cool like Easter eggs to the Star Wars, and it was just an overall. It was cool. It was a really good episode. We'll kind of break it down as to what I thought was cool. You can tell me what you thought. I'm cool. down. Let's start the recap, and then at the end, we'll kind of talk about the whole show and the direction where we're headed. So this basically starts off with a, a Mando still exploring the galaxy with Baby Yoda, and he's looking for work, and he pulls. Um, you he you see him dock his ship, um, into into a bay, and he gets out and he's talking to Ran, who's a former partner of his, and he kind of like, so you kind of get a little bit on this episode more of Mando's backstory. So at one point he used to work with Ran, and then, um, he's kind of putting he tells him basically that he's putting a team together to break somebody out of, uh, jail. Kind of reminds you of Solo, right? Kind of reminds me of like A Team. Yeah, or that I guess. I was <laughs> thinking more of like, and then Bill Burr's headed the team, which was kind of, it, it was uh, like you said, you thought he was gonna have a much smaller role, right? Yeah, he had a pretty big role. And it's funny right off the bat, you know, he's got his assholeish Bill Burr charm about it. And there's so he's many, a masshole, like, yeah. He's a masshole. Yeah. I think that's what some people were saying. They're like, "Why is there Boston accents in space?" It's like it's space. It's a lot of yeah, dialects. Okay. Like Seriously. Ben and Kenobi then, had a British accent, and right off the bat, like they throw in a little uh, Mando. Uh, Rand tells him, you know, he's one of the best Imperial shooters. And he goes, "That's not." And then uh, Mando says, "That's not saying much." And then he goes, "Hey." I, I wasn't a stormtrooper asshole, so that was kind of <laughs> cool. Like that was, dude. They brought up like you know they they break this they bring up the whole you know trope that stormtroopers are a bad shot. Which which yeah. they which you know 
right now, like, I think the older movies had that a lot more, and then the newer movies haven't done anything to build upon that. Like, they had that one stormtrooper in uh, The Force Awakens that has, like, that baton and, like, beats the shit out of Finn. Not yeah, beats true. the shit out of, but, you know, they, they they put up... Like, it puts up a good fight, and you're like, look at that fucking stormtrooper go. That's true. And then, so, the other members of the crew that Rand's put together is... Uh, one of them is a Deveronian Berg. He kind of looks like Hellboy and the Devil. Like, he does, well, yeah. Then, yeah, it's kind of like a mixture. What's his name? Uh, Berg, but his no, race no. is yeah. Dever. Deveronians. I think this is the first time we've seen him on screen. We we seen I think what looks like another one of his type of people in the cantina in the easy, first easy. Let's in not, New let's Hope. Let's not let's not generalize here. Let's not no, try to. Let's not try to group. Yeah, let's not throw all group. Yeah, no, but he's a big gigantic dude. So that's the other. And then the other two members are um, a twi- their race is called Twi'leks, I think, and she her name's Cheyenne Sheen. Cheyenne or Sheehan? I think it was like Cheyenne. I, it's X. Cheyenne. Sheehan, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, that's a good I've name. seen it twice, and that was hard to... And then they also have a droid. And then you know how much Mando hates droids, and then he's the one that's going to be piloting the ship. And Mando's like, I don't think so. And the droid's like, yeah, so this is the path we're taking. It's like very precise to land at this blind spot on this ship. Mando's like, I got it. They're like, easy there. Let's let the let's let the droid fly us like that. Yeah, and then the reason that they needed Mango, uh, Mango, <laughs> Mango, the Mangalorian, the Mangalorian. That would be a good spinoff. And no, that'd be like I a good Mango it. Juice. Yeah, yeah, Mangalorian. Uh, <laughs> tell you what I was saying. So the reason that they needed Mando basically, it seemed like, was for his ship. Because yeah, because he says what it seems like it's, yeah. it's pre-empire. So what the empire did kind of is, um, I think, where the empire can like track all the ships that like were there after their rule. Yeah, like it doesn't before. get picked up on the radar or something. And then, yeah, like when he first goes there, like he Mando says, like you know, when he gives him the job, he essentially says, like you know, we're gonna use the ship. And he's like, wait, we didn't talk about the ship. And he's like, well, we're gonna use it. Yep, 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 yep. And then, so they do get on this um, droid-inhibited prison ship to free the... Some of the dumbest prison guards, maybe in the history of human and space kind. <laughs> and they started off pretty strong, like in that beginning when Berg like shoots a mouse robot thing, which I don't get like the point of those robots. Like, it's still a droid, so they just made those for like no fucking reason. <laughs> They're like the droids' pets, I think. That's okay. All right. I no. I, Why did they call it I a mouse? I've, I don't know. I, I guess that's. I've never questioned those things until if this they <laughs> if they made one of those in real life, but it was a vacuum cleaner and it could just like run around your house, cleaning like shit. Roomba? Yeah, they have but they were shaped like that and then like moved around and acted like. Would you get one? Probably. It'd be like out of yeah, Star Wars. We're having like great marketing ideas. Mangalorian robot mouse vacuum. Cleaner. If only we could somehow market this podcast. Now that's 
<laughs> now that's when we would uh, be yeah, on to something real tricky. Um, so basically, after they are into this droid fight, like they think Mando runs away, and then he shows up like Michael Myers from behind the what? droids. Oh yeah, 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 and then he takes them all out, like. Showing how much of a badass he Mando is. Mando like, is like a fucking movie villain in this one, dude. He had a yeah. couple moments like that. No, yeah, and we'll kind of get to the. So after he takes them all out, then they finally get to the prison cell, and then it turns out the prisoner they came to get has also worked with Mando, and he's the brother of Sheehan. Wait, another... no. Yeah. yeah. She says sister. No, brother. Sister. No, no, brother. He calls her sister. I thought they were both sisters. <laughs> <laughs> no, Quinn was the brother. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm positive. All right, go ahead, continue. <laughs> and so basically, this is where Berg throws um, Mando into the prison cell. Yeah, they, like, um, fuck him over. Yeah, they, they, like, just leave him there to be... Because, uh... Oh, shit. What we totally glossed over, and it's going to be an important point later on, is before <laughs> no, they no, get... Remember, we talked about this. Main, yeah. integral, like, important things will gloss right over. For real, and we'll talk about the mouse. No, right before <laughs> they get to Quinn's, uh, right before they get to Quinn's cell, they actually run into the one man. Like they, they have uh, the new the Republic has like one person, like a security, uh, the New Republic soldier, who's kind of like overseeing everything, and they get into a Mexican standoff with Easy him. There, what's with the racial stuff? <laughs> Alright, I'm kidding. Go ahead. And then Sheehan kills him, but when by the time it's too late because he's already pressed this homing beacon that's mm-hmm. gonna send all these New Republic ships to their location, and then the droid lets him know they've got about twenty minutes. So cool at first, egg. yeah, at first you're like, that's plenty of time. Yeah, that's too much yeah. time. Why that much time? But hey, they're coming through space, and you're like, you know, that's. It's a comfortable time, and then as it goes on, you're like, ah, time's running out. Yeah, and you gotta understand, Mando's still gonna get thrown into that. So fast forward to Mando. Oh, before we actually leave this part, so that New Republic soldier, uh, here's a little Easter egg. That was actually Matt Lanter. He was the voice of Anakin Skywalker on the Clone Wars TV show. I wouldn't have ever even thought. Thanks. That's yeah. that's a Easter egg. Like the size of like a quail egg, I would say. I've never seen. It's very small. Either. Okay, thank you. Uh, going forward. Um, oh dang! So another Easter egg was uh, you know, Bill Burr had all these callbacks. Like he had the stormtrooper one. Another one he had was earlier. Like there's a scene when they're traveling to the prison. And they kind of ask Mando to take his helmet off, and they say no. And then Bilber says, "Are you a Gungan under there, like Jar Jar Binks?" Yes, and, and he says, "Misa, like... something." Yeah, like 
I thought that was pretty cool too. Like this whole billboard was pretty like entertaining throughout this episode. He was, dude. But you know, I think it's because like we like Bill Burr. We were big fans of his stand up. We used to listen to his podcast a lot. So you're just like, you're kind of like nervous. You're like, I hope he does good. I hope he does good. But then like, like he did a good job, dude. He was trending positively on Twitter, which is rare, especially when it comes no, to Star he... Wars. Yeah. Yeah, I think he uh, he knocked out of the park. Um, Burr or that lady that we had last week? Like the babysitter one. Was that I last mean, week's episode? Yeah, but I feel like Burr had more to do with the episode storyline. So. Yeah, he was. He was. A, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Resume. So then, after they lock him up, they try to leave the ship, and then uh, Mando. Did you mention gets one that of these... they've seen Baby Yoda? Oh yeah. So the ship people another. Have thing that we've glossed over <laughs> right after the gungan stuff and they tell him to take his helmet off is when he accidentally hits the um berg tries to take it off and then like berg hits a button that shows baby yoda comes in and then bill bird drops baby yoda <laughs> <laughs> which was kind of like oh my wife was pissed off it's like eep! <laughs> and then it like rolls and like mando picks him up so now flash forward and we're in a prison cell. Yeah, so these incompetent droids continue to be incompetent at this point. Because uh... at this point, the droids know somebody has boarded the ship, killed the only human, the <laughs> alarm's been activated, all the lights in the ship went from white to red, and they're still kind of just casually marching on, like activate instant kill mode or something dude start shooting and then like whenever it seems like they come up on somebody they're surprised like oh <laughs> then mando shoots one of these droids and gets his attention and tries to shoot mando by sticking its arm into his jail cell which he breaks he off. uses his like uh scorpion like get over here thing and like just yanks that motherfucker and like brings yeah. his arm in and yeah it uses the arm to break out and then the robot who's like plugged into the ship goes, well, Mando's broken out. And they're all just like, shit. And this is where it becomes kind of like that horror film. Um, like, you know, what was crazy when they do the red lights. It immediately reminded me back to the ending of Rogue one where Darth Vader shows up. Yeah. And the red lights are flashing and he's just kind of like being a super badass. This was kind of like that. Cause it's like the red lights are flashing. It's kind of like, especially when he sneaks up on Bill Burr's character. That's probably the best one. Cause it's like a flashing yeah. light. Yeah, and it's kind of like a horror film. And he's approaching closer and closer. And Bill Burr at the end is like, no! (laughs) Yeah. So he slowly takes them all out one by one. Um, Takes Bill Burr's character out, takes Sheehan out. Burr goes the hardest. Burr kicks his ass, but then gets stuck in a door. And then still is like perfectly fine at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then the last one, uh, Quinn, the brother of Sheehan, he promises him money, tells him, like, take me back. Isn't that your way? So yeah, it's like you know, finish the job. Yeah, like calls so him out had, on his honor, pretty much. And he does exactly that. He takes him back, but not before shooting the droid in the head. And this like Baby Yoda scene is another callback, actually. To uh, so the droid was about to shoot Baby Yoda, or like it seemed like it had his blaster at him, and then Baby Yoda put his arm up, and it seemed like he was going to use the Force. It kind of is a callback to an Iron Man two, and uh, one of the little boys is about to get decimated by one of the robots. And then he, like, puts his blaster up to shoot it, and Tony comes out and shoots the robot from behind. Like, the boy's looking at his hand. 
You know what I'm talking about? That's I know what you're talking about. That's quite the callback, man. That's that's, that's what somebody's pointed out on Twitter. Like, it no, it makes sense. Just, I would relate yeah. them. They're both Disney, and they yeah. seem to have like the same. Because it's Baby Yoda, like pointing at. But that was still one of the. Did best. you see the memes of that? Yeah. <laughs> which which one was the best one that you saw? The Baby Yoda looking at his hand. Um, damn. Which I would say the best, the best one would be like it's like when you're 13 and like you jerk off for the first time or something. <laughs> I was just gonna say that, but I refrained from. <laughs> I refrained myself, but hey, you know what? You went there, and that's all right because. I didn't want to. God <laughs> bless Baby Yoda, man. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so he shows up with Quinn back to Rand's base thing. And, you know, he asked him, what's up with the re- where's the rest of my crew? And he goes, I thought it was no questions asked. And he said, hey, no questions asked. He's like, fuck, so he I gets... just lost all my men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my best shooter. I want to ask then, a uh... question. <laughs> Seriously. So he takes off, and then they kind of, Ren points his uh, guns at him, but right then, that what I thought was the coolest mode of the episode was when the X-Wing fighters just, like... It's the first time we've seen X-Wings in The Mandalorian. Like how they come through and, like, slowly expand, and they're like, like, well, the beacon went off over there. Let's ignore the ship that just zoomed right past us. But the beacon is going off no, there. I think it's because the gunships were also pointed towards them. So I think they just kind of like... No, 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 no. Their gunships, yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. Because, but when they jump out of hyperdrive, they, like Mando yeah. maneuvers around their ship. So they must have seen it. Yeah, whatever. And, but, uh, yeah, so... I'll and let that, it go. No, no, that's what people were saying. Some people were like, oh, so they're just going to shoot up anything with the beacon? No, no. It, he definitely says, go kill him, and the gunship is literally about to come out, and they're like, the beacon's going off, there's a gunship coming at us, let's blast them. Exactly. Another Easter egg here, the three people that you guys, um, that we all see right here in the X-Wings were actually Rick Famuyu, I guess. Famiwa, like, I don't know if I messed up his last name, but he directed. Uh-huh. Um, he directed this episode, oh. and then uh, Dave Filoni, who was behind Clone Wars and who's also directed a, a couple episodes of this, including the Gunslinger, I think, which is episode five, and also behind Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, and Star Wars Rebels and episode one, and then the third person was actually Deborah Chow, who directed chapter uh, episode three, chapter three, The Sin. And is also going to be heading the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Oh, so neat little, so neat little, like Easter egg. Those are all. Three that's you know what that is. That's like an ostrich size Easter egg. Yeah, like that'll feed a family. <laughs> and then Mando just zooms off into space, and and they're like a really funny little. He hands uh, Baby Yoda the ball from the steering and goes, I told you that was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, man, that's an adorable. It's adorable. All right, now let's let's talk like kind of the show in general. So what we talked about on the last epi- podcast was like, hey, you know, these are like two episodes in a row now that we got that where we didn't kind of find out the overall arching story or the ar- arcing story. 
Like, we know early on, hey, he's a Mandalorian. He finds this Force user. Somebody really powerful was trying to get to him. He escapes, breaks away from that. And now we've kind of been on the run these past three episodes where it's like planet helping the villagers get freed tatooine helping that bounty hunter in space running a job with burr but which has been great which has been like really good episodes like they're perfect like little standalone that's why when you said firefly i was like yes like they're just here's a story here's a story here's a story here's our main characters that we've introduced who we knew nothing about in star wars the like these are pretty much i don't know dude like you're the hardcore fan but for me this is the first time like mando and yoda they just introduce these new characters we really care about them we really care about them that's what they've been doing these past like it's just mando and you know yoda just doing their thing like hey this is a situation we're in this week that's the situation we're in next week. But, like, what's the overall? Because you said last time there's only eight episodes. This was episode six. We have seven and eight. What's happening here? You know, and I'm going to gonna probably, like, backtrack all night, I guess. it. But I think I enjoyed this episode so much where I kind of was like, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> They're shooting a second season. It'll be out before we need it to. So instead of in like a rush to like see where it goes, I'm just enjoying the ride because these episodes like I think like last episode because how it ended and everything like that. And then like like you said, they had the filler kind of thing because they but this episode had so much stuff in it, minus all the Easter eggs, just overall, if they just keep making good episodes like this and, you know, he's going to be on the run. That's what he's doing. I kind of, I'm all right with it. That being it's, that way. It's different. It's something yeah. we weren't expecting at all. Like, just week in and, and week I out. I think it does kind of, and it does flesh out the characters more because you, uh, we've learned that Mando used to run with this crew, you know? We've it's kind of. some bad stuff on a planet somewhere. It's kind of old school, out. you know? It's kind of like yeah. an old school sitcom. Because sitcoms, yeah. they weren't progressing the story, like, so much in each and every episode. It was more so like a seasonal thing, you know? Like, oh, yeah. this is what's happening this season. And as long as it's, the episodes stay like this, engaging, like, funny, like, I'm okay with it. I don't I'm not in no rush to see the all this end. You know? Think of Maybe how much those... they've built the universe in the span of like six episodes. We've been to some like you know, look just look at all the planets we've been to. Like the different parts of space we've been to. Like we're in some like part of the outer region, I think. Like, you know, where this guy he just has his ship, you know, where wherever the coordinates there to there are. Like you think about it, like he's just in some corner of space, you're like, Yeah, somebody would it's fucking space. Like that dude in his little floating station, he was out in the middle of nowhere until they had the tracker and that's how they got to him. And what you're also seeing is kind of the rebellion, like how they've like how now they're kind of overseeing you know the galaxy like that's how they're running it they're running it and hey we see our beeper going off and you point guns at us we're gonna blow you up i'm okay with that they know what they're doing you know they're the good guys 
But no, I, I I agree with you somewhat. But I think like you know the the kind of the current model that we have with limited series, which is this is eight episodes for a season where sitcoms would be like twenty two. This is eight. So oh, yeah, definitely. Like you know, we kind of also need to know. And what... I think if someone's not like so into Star Wars and just watching this as like the first Star Wars thing they're watching then possibly I can see them also kind of get tired of this and because people are accustomed to the linear storytelling model where it kind of like okay well let's progress the overall story and see what's going on with it but so we have a whole new audience for exactly. the Mandalorian the Mandalorian is probably like one of the most popular shows in the world right now so we have the hardcore fans you we have like you know the casual ish fans and then we also have this whole new new audience group that's being brought in who like hey we got disney plus and this is like one of their only shows on so we'll start watching it like and then they're like i don't know much about star wars but i really like baby yoda like so like my girlfriend watches the show and then i asked her like you know like what did you think about it she's like well it feels like they kind of just start out randomly, like, you know, in the middle of nowhere. So she's like, I can't tell if I've missed an episode or not. And then it's kind of just one episode. And, you know, she says what a lot of people, like, it needs more Baby Yoda, like more Baby Yoda using his powers and stuff, which is neither here. So nor my wife said, too, she goes, yeah. there wasn't enough Baby Yoda. They, well, let's just episode. call it the fucking Baby Yoda the Baby show. Yoda show, right? <laughs> that's what I asked. No, that's legit what she calls it. Like, if like if we, I even saw a meme. I think, and it reminded me. It's like the 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 two ladies yelling at the cat, and they're like the Mandalorian. And so there's she, a possibility the cats, like that this the didn't happen. Show. So there's a possibility nope. that you didn't see that meme because you said I think I saw this meme. Yeah. So it's either you or saw it's that a figment or... of my imagination, <laughs> and you're slowly and crazy day by day <laughs> losing more and more touch with reality. And going closer as my mind deteriorates. No, but yeah. <laughs> no, so it was a good episode. <laughs> I was like that awkward. Like, should we get him a doctor? No. Oh, no, I'm fine. But <laughs> the episode was good. Yeah, no, I think I agree with all those things, and I think the point you just made is a great point. Like, this is a great show with great characters and it's not like the episodes are boring i wasn't bored for like a second it's been different it's been fresh like where that island the the planet with the villagers he lands on that's like a samurai you know like it's like the seven samurai i, I haven't seen that movie but or what's the movie with tom cruise the last samurai the last samurai where you know and then the last episode he's just like going with this bounty hunter and then now it's like this one was kind of like a horror movie dude with this with with our good guy being in the role of the villain which is kind of scary like imagine like it's their group of whatever they are you know the bill burr's crew and then they're like in this ship and they're, they're being stalked and taken out one by one. You would think the person stalking, taking them out one by one would be in the manner he does it too. But no, it worked. And then at the yeah, end. But it wasn't the whole episode of that. I mean, yeah, there's parts of it like that, I guess. But then at I the just end. I thought it was like the, 
the whole but, crew thing was cool. I thought. And then at the end, they're all still alive because they're in the prison cell. So do you think we'll see them come back? I thought that was pretty neat. Did you see that coming? I thought like that he didn't. Like, I thought you know, they're kind of building I more thought, on his character that he doesn't necessarily like unnecessarily just kill people. Yeah. Yeah. And then he knew that they were gonna get screwed over too, since the beacon was going there too. But I thought like he had killed him, like you know when the first guy gets crushed in the door. But then when he takes out the the other lady and it doesn't show him taking her, I was like, all right, you know, I don't know. And then with Burr going, you know, and then I was like, okay, I don't, I, I think they'll still be alive. Did you did you think they would, or did you think he was killing them? I thought he was killing them. Hmm. Yeah, so baby, baby Yoda had his moments. It's like what else? He didn't make as many baby noises this episode, which was, which Were you was okay good. With this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They listened to you. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> they had to like go back and post and edit out some of the baby noises. They're like, oh shit, as you complain, <laughs> this person doesn't like our baby Yoda making baby noises. So you know, <laughs> I think at this point we'll. Come as it may, you know, the next episode, which is coming out Wednesday. Because the rise of Skywalker comes out Friday. I'm going Thursday at like 1.30 a.m. like a psychopath. Uh, have this you gotten Thursday? your tickets yet? Yeah. No, I'm going this weekend. Yeah. The premiere, What we're recording this on a Monday, and the premiere is tonight. So people have seen the movie at this point. And I'm sure the social media and the Rotten Tomatoes are going to start trickling that. Isn't it usually it premieres like a couple weeks prior? It feels like this time it's premiering on a Monday and the movie comes out like Thursday. What if it's bad and they don't want people to know? Mm, I don't know, man. Do you think it would be? I don't think it's going to be bad. I think I'm going to leave this one like liking it. And being like, damn, you know, I'm glad it was good. And, you know, I think I could see that happen. What about you? Yeah. I'm just going to. I don't think I could like it. I think I don't think I could dislike it as much as I did the last one. So, yeah. And even if it is good or bad, you're going to see it. Like, this is, it's the closure. It's 40 years of building up to this. So, you know, just for closure, like, this ends the storyline. Why, like, like tie the to. fucking storylines off like this? Like, that's what I hate. That, that's yeah. what I what I really didn't like about the latest Dumb and Dumber that came out. It's like, I love where we leave Harry and Lloyd at the end of the first Dumb and Dumber. And just to see them sad and pathetic, like, 30 years later completely doing nothing with their lives that's essentially what happened in this one it's like hey you know i don't know i think it would have been cool if they kind of wrote out the characters in a better way and the story started of ray poe and finn like a little bit more down you know and we didn't need to just twist off and like that's how han solo's life ended you remember Han from the yeah. first trilogy? That's yes. how he went out. Yes, I do. Yeah. He had a good life. Did he? It Did ends. He? I on know. Such, 
it ends on such a positive note. They got together, yeah, had no. a family. It didn't work out. He went back to his scoundrel ways. Yeah. Chewie was like, motherfucker, we were like, settle down. Chewie's <laughs> like, I'm too old for this shit, Han. I don't want to carry the crossbow around anymore. I like playing the board games with the kids. I thought my life debt was coming to an end. We were safe. Why did we have to go back out? We had our pension, like, and that's how he dies, dude. And then, as far as we know, that's what happens to Luke and Leia, unfortunately, due to real life stuff, you know. But imagine yeah. if, if Ray, this, this could go forever, but it's just, I more than the closure, I think this kind of we'll see if they have flashback because. Because Mark Hamill shot stuff for this movie, right? He's he's going to be in it. That's what I hear. Yeah, so it's like maybe... Because that's what I think a lot of people were upset with is the arc to their beloved characters were kind of like... And we were deemed fanboys. We were pushed into a vocal minority. We hated women. <laughs> Even though the first one came out. I don't and... know what this wee business is. I had nothing. <laughs> I... <laughs> I've never even seen the last. No, I like it how like the narrative completely flipped when the Force Awakens came out. I was like, dude, like Ray's a badass, and everything was fine. And then the second movie, we didn't like it. It's not that it wasn't a good movie, but you hate women. You don't like to see a woman main character succeeding. Alita Battle Battle Angel, one of my favorite movies of the year. Wonder Woman, one of my favorite movies of that year. The Force Awakens, one of my favorite movies that year. Lead strong women. No, dude, The, the Last Jedi just sucked. And the thing is, the stuff that people didn't like about it, when they said, hey, we don't like it, there was just uproar against them. Like, hey, no, you're stupid. You're stupid. That doesn't matter. You're just a fanboy. It was subversion. Your Snoke, your Snoke theory sucks. It's like, you could do everything you did, and the movie could not be good. And when they started pushing back like that, that's what pissed a lot of people off. And then that's when people were like, oh, no. And all that stuff happened, dude. And now, a few days from now, I will see this, the third part of this trilogy. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it For goes. For your sake, I hope, it, I hope it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see you like this. <laughs> now, for what about you? What, what, what do you think? About what? Like, what how do you, mean? like, how do you think it's going to be? Where am I? What's going on? What year is this? No, I've told you what I think. I, I think it's the same thing. You've hit it on the head. Um, I think. Are You're excited now. Liberties. They took. Am I excited now about this? I think, like what you said about it, they took liberties with these characters. Like we all liked how their original story arcs ended, and now they brought them back. And I think they could have built a stronger story around them. And there was so much that they've changed about the characters, like Luke becoming like a hermit and all that stuff. But at the same time, like I said, I'm too invested at this point not to want to see this one. So we'll see how it is. I'm just hoping it's good storytelling. And it's a good movie to kind of end everything it on, you know? And after this, I think we should be done with the Skywalker. Yeah. 
saga like that's we've just, we've seen we've with six episodes enough. of the mandalorian that i think a lot of us just love the world of star wars like what is it what is it about star wars a long time ago in a galaxy far far away it's like wait it's in the past but it's also far away it's like that's always kind of piqued my curiosity you know and Definitely. i think we we all love this world and it's the Skywalkers are good characters, but it's kind of, we've been confined to this one story, which seems like in this universe, there's so many different stories that could be going on all at the same time. Like what it is with the Mandalorian, even Kenobi, you know, when you mentioned that earlier, I got excited, but we kind of know the beginning and the end of Kenobi. This is kind of just filling in the middle years, you know? True. I want like Star Wars storytelling that's different that's just a different story that's what i know we don't keep up too much with the movie news anymore but like kathleen kennedy came out and said that the movie that like kevin feige is like developing a movie that's a star wars movie and that's fucking crazy yeah i did not know that i should have known that that's crazy dude yeah so we're gonna watch it um so this next episode we make might come out a little bit. You want to talk Six Underground, and then we'll kind of wrap it up. Yeah, sure. Six Underground, uh, terrible movie. Michael Bay is it's fucking Michael Bayist. It's like <laughs> Netflix said, "Hey, Michael Bay, do you want to make a movie for us?" And he's like, "Sure, Netflix." Then they're like, "Here's a pile of money. Make whatever you want." He's like, "Really? Whatever I want." And they're like, "Yeah, whatever you want. You know, whatever you think is good." He's like, whatever I want. No, I feel like Michael Bay was like, so how many explosions do you want in this movie? And somebody in Netflix was like, uh, yes. Uh, yes. Like maybe, <laughs> what, what's an average movie? He's like, 30. And they just wrote down like a nice big 3-0. And how many, you know, beautiful women and flashing scenes and jump cuts and very big action. Like the... I. The movie is what it is. I think what made me like the movie least is before this movie, before I watched this movie, I was told, hey, this is a really good movie. And then I was like, oh, cool. And then I saw it and I was like. So me and you kind of talked about this earlier um, off off podcast, but it's, it's a Michael Bay movie. You can't, I don't know, maybe if you went into, when you go into a Michael Bay movie, it's kind of like, you check out and you just watch this movie and you know there's going to be explosions and there's going to be He crazy made Bad action. Boys, right? Yes, yes he did. Those were good. And he made another one of those. But like, I mean... I don't think he's directing In terms of like, he, he knows he knows who he knows who his audience is. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, it's, I liked all the action and all that stuff, but just overall together, like it's not a coherent movie. There's just so much like in the plot and the structure and how like you've gone he like goes for the random thing. flash, the cutscenes, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of hard to differentiate like what, like when they're doing, like you know what I mean. With I the don't cut really scene? care for the characters. Yeah. Like they have like a but park really cool, guy. really good eye candy. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds, like, outside of Deadpool, and so why can't he be in a, like, he's, he makes a surprisingly a lot of these type of movies. 
what actually looks really good to him um kind of reminds me of this kind of is the it's his new movie free guy that's coming out taika uh like he's making directed that one your boy and that actually looks pretty good so if you've seen the trailer same thing there's a bunch of action shit going on but and... i bet you that story is going to be coherent yeah, so the story is basically he works at a bank, and like he's saying, in the it's middle all this of act- this review, we started a different. Yeah, it's alright. We're already off uh-huh. topic. Yeah, so we're gonna talk about Ryan. And if you haven't checked out the trailer to check this out, what looks neat about this is kind of looks very similar action wise except for it's like he's a he's a NPC in a video game, a non playable character, kind of like the background characters in Grand Theft Auto. And then one day he decides he doesn't want to be a background character anymore. And he starts like fighting. Oh. I'm already there. Yeah. So. I'm already sold. I haven't even seen this trailer. I've see, like heard you briefly describe this. Sold. Yeah, and it looks amazing. And that's kind of what this was. And I think that's why it was a little bit of a letdown to me. Is it looked amazing from the trailer. Um, the action. Like, Michael Bay. Nobody can shoot a fucking action sequence like Michael Bay. But now if you could have just put a better story around that yeah, yeah. It, it would have made I, it's this like he movie. went out and shot a bunch of cool shit and then put this together in like the editing room like this story is like hard to describe he just, it he just drops a tape full of like action shit in front of like somebody no it's like it's like, somewhere like there's a movie in this yeah somewhere. dude it's like big action cut little thing for story really big action big action little part of story big action flashbacks intertwined throughout that of hey this is how those characters joined this underground six they're all dead but they're not really dead we're going after these evil people that you know the government won't touch but we'll go for them and he's a billionaire but we're all dead this guy was a hitman she was in the fbi that was a doctor he's a parkour guy that is useful um now we just got a sniper because Dave Franco died driving. Dave Franco was probably the most likable character and they killed him in like five minutes. That was surprising. Oh, spoiler alert, Dave Franco dies. Don't worry. We sucks anyways. He'll be fine. And then I remember, I think like I was watching the movie and then I like fell asleep. And then the next day I was like, damn, I should go watch and rewatch that movie. And I rewatched it. And I was like, oh, I did watch this. I don't know, man. Like I was kind of the ending was good. Either. I think me and you were in the same boat where um, one of our friends saw this before us, and he like like sold it as a good movie. If I had no expectations going into this movie, yeah. I was just like, yeah. Then I think I would like. I was just like, he was like, oh, it's a really good movie. He said, really good. And it was an okay popcorn flick at best. I would say it's like at least. This like the editing was so off. Like they'd be doing one thing, and then it cuts back to those characters, and they're doing a completely different thing, or they're completely out of the scenario that they were just in. It's like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the flashback scenes were kind of, yeah. I, I think that's enough about. <laughs> yeah, this, that's this enough underground. about that. Yeah, don't watch yeah. it. Save your time. Don't watch it. <laughs> no, it's not. If you like, if you just want to like check out and watch a michael bay movie it's you know it, it is what it is you know <laughs> like i said he knows who his audience is it that audience i would say seems like it's dwindling a little bit and not for 
not for our friends. But look at Netflix, though. Like, the past, like, month or so, they've pretty... Like, even though this wasn't that good, but, like, a new... They're releasing a new fucking movie, like, almost weekly. That's true. Like, featured-length films. But, um, I think that's gonna do it. So, we're gonna record an early podcast, hopefully this week, just because Mandalorian is dropping on a Wednesday. So, hoping we could get that out by the end of the week. And, you know, we will be making a discussion for Skywalker's uh, Skywalker's Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. I assume, I presume, correct. Yep. And then we're also we also want to make that because it's 2020 is upon us, folks, in the next uh, couple weeks. So we wanted to talk about not just our favorite movies of the year. I think like me and you watch a lot of movies, not just our favorite movies of this past year, uh, but also of the decade. Um, 2010 going forward and you know that's going to be a podcast in its own because it's just going to be us talking movies for a little bit and it's not we're not we're not saying these are the best movies these are the movies that made the most money these are the movies that won the most awards it's our favorite movies of those years like there's a lot of movies you know that we saw through the years oh you know we're going to talk about what was our favorite of that year and then maybe even what was our favorite movie of the whole decade, which is tough to do, but we'll give it a shot. What, what, what say you? I agree. A lot of these movies are going to be superhero films, but... They probably will. And you got to make your list together, man. I got it all up here. <laughs> all uh, up here. What year... Did Guardians of the Galaxy come out? Would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's gonna do it for this week's show. Um, we're on a lot of the podcasting platforms where you could like Spotify and stuff. Uh, we have a Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, Miles Apart Pod. I just told somebody to shut up on Twitter today, and it was somebody. Oh, it was uh, it was after the Saints game. Teddy Bridgewater was like in front of a camera and he's like gesturing like Drew Brees is the goat and I just wrote in the comments shut up Teddy. Damn. So if you want you want you so want some of that, you want some of that go follow what? us. Why were you so <laughs> angry at Teddy Bridgewater? He's not the goat. Let's all relax. Like he just it's threw so, for the he Big whoop. The most touchdowns in NFL history. Dude, Tom Brady could break that record next week. And then Drew Brees could break it the week after that. It's They're going to keep going until they, like, one of them's going to retire with it. Like, clenching onto it. Like, 45-year-old corpse. But that's that's it for this week. That's <laughs> it for in. this. That's it for <laughs> this uh, week. 45-year-old corpse. Like an NFL corpse, you know? Like he That's should true. be retired at this point. But tune in, hopefully, the end of this week. couple more podcasts coming down the pike. So uh, thank you for listening. We're also on Instagram at KNJR Memes. Follow us on there. We post a bunch of random shit. Uh, all right, until next time, take it easy, folks. This is Justin Guggen signing off. Bye-bye.